This show is proudly sponsored by TraderCobb.com. Visit TraderCobb.com forward slash free tools for your free education content. Now on this section of the website, you will receive access to view a bit about the three trading strategies that I use daily. And if you're sick and tired of your family and friends wanting to know about Bitcoin and cryptocurrency, well, there's a free course in there for them as well, titled Beginner's Course to Cryptocurrency. It's absolutely free, so tell your friends and family and visit TraderCobb.com now. The Trader Cobb Crypto Show, talking business in blockchain. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the TraderCobb Crypto Show. I have got with me today an absolute powerhouse in my guest today. It's Richard Olson. He's the founder of Like or L-Y-K-K-E. Now, I'm not even sure how to pronounce that, but furthermore, this is a gentleman who, has, uh, who was a founder of the powerhouse, which is Oanda, O-A-N-D-E-A. Now, Oanda, I have traded for many years uh, as a foreign exchange or a past foreign exchange trader. It's one of the biggest, I think, believe still independently owned uh, ex- uh, uh, brokerage platforms in the world, offering a huge clientele with a huge amount of products, leverage. It's just the place to go. And many of you that are listening are already there. Now, I'm really privileged to have this gentleman on the show because it's not for money that this man is here. I really am looking forward to getting into the detail as to why you've introduced yourself to cryptocurrency, digital assets, and the exchange that is like. So thank you so much for the time that you have given me. I look forward to our conversation. A joy to be with you. Thanks. Love what you're building. Oh, mate, look, I, I'm really, really looking forward to this. You're also a visiting professor at the center of, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm lifting up a piece of paper in front of my eyes here because it's a long title, Computation, Computational Finance and Economic Agents at the University of Essex. Are you English? No, yes, I actually have an English passport, but I've lived all my life in Switzerland, studied at Oxford, and you know, that's my background. Okay, I thought there were. I've got another friend of mine who's Swiss, and I thought that might have been. It's a very gentle accent, especially if you're well traveled. So, um, long, long story short, this guy's got all we need to know, and I'm looking forward to picking your brain. So, look, the first thing I've got to ask you is I mean, as a founder of Oanda, obviously you've done extraordinarily well. Why? Why are you coming into our industry? First of all, at Oanda, kind of my mission was to kind of reinvent financial markets. So Oanda was the first and still the only platform where interest rate differentials are charged by the second. Wow. And for me, that was always very important because we all wonder why do financial markets are so dysfunctional? Why is there quantitative easing? And the true yeah. reason is that the underlying infrastructure of the banking system is just dysfunctional. And I'm in the industry of crypto blockchain because I want to build the financial system 2.0. The way it should be. And I will note that one of your ambitions that you've noted here is to transform financial markets into a seamless system without the inefficiencies that we today take for granted. And I commend you for that. So let's let's go a little bit deeper into uh, where you're at right now. So like, uh, am I pronouncing that right, Richard? Yes, look, uh, you know, they're different like we're different tomato tomato it's l-y-k-k-e dot com now it's a effectively a a cryptocurrency digital asset whatever the buzzword you want to use it's an exchange so 
I'm really interested in, in, in what your five-year plan is. Like in five years' time, when we talk again or we're sitting at dinner or we're having a beer or whatever you want, um, where are you going to be? Like, what is the plan? So the plan is first to inspire people around the world to let's look at the bigger picture and let's try to use the rise of blockchain and crypto as an opportunity to reinvent the financial system. So in five years, if I'm lucky, you know, hopefully people have adopted some of our ideas and hopefully Luca is also one of the successful success stories. So what is the goal? Maybe all of you are aware of the following. So blockchain will evolve very rapidly and is a universal infrastructure that allows us to tokenize every share, every bond, every commodity, land, whatever you think, and all legal rights. Yes. But what is also required is on top of that is a global universal marketplace. And now the exciting thing of that marketplace is it has to support massive transaction volumes. Yeah. To achieve that, we don't want ticket transaction fees. Get rid of transaction fees. Make sure that the spreads are compressed. And yes. look, it tries to contribute to that and build a powerhouse there. And just so anybody who's in crypto who's not aware of what the word spreads mean, just to give you a real quick update, it's the difference between the bid and the ask, so the price at which you can buy and the price at which you can sell. Now, most exchanges or a lot of brokers, I should say, will have a bid and an ask and they will say there's no fees and they'll make their money in the spread. And that's fine. It's a great business model. But what the objective here is to bring that spread tight so that there's more people that have access to this market easier without having to pay a premium for access to this particular market. And as a, as a foreign exchange trader, as a bond trader, as a, you know, I, I traded everything that moved and that's why I'm in crypto. That's what we're looking for. So always be very aware when someone says there's no fees, you've got to look at that spread and you'll really work out where the cost of doing business actually lies. So you're looking after tight spreads and easy access to a, uh, to a, a truly global marketplace. Is that right? Yes, that's what we stand for. Perfect. Well, look, I've got to ask the question. Why is your platform going to stand out and attract traders, investors, and the likes to come through like, as opposed to going through some of the other more frequently used platforms? At the moment, we see there are a couple that have absolute market dominance, but they are lacking a lot of the products that someone like myself and institutions and really switched on traders and investors need to have. So what is it going to be that you bring to the market that's going to differentiate your offering to make you be a powerhouse? So first of all, from the very start, I said, Let's be regulated. Yeah. We cannot build this outside the space. So this commitment that we wanted to be regulated from the start gave us constraints, which mm. some of the other today powerhouses didn't have to kind of contend with. Point one. The second, which I believe in, is in addition to the spread, there are ticket fees, which yeah. the exchanges charge. And that's cost in addition to what you earn in the market. And our exchange has zero ticket fees. So if you see our spread, then you don't have to add a ticket fee. So that's key why we can differentiate ourselves. The third element is that we are introducing awesome products. We have lots of ideas of support tools, which we can give you traders to be successful. And we want to implement. 
So one of the things that I will definitely bring up for you <clears throat> as someone who's been, I've been trading this market for, Oh, geez, just shy, just shy of two years now that we're in May. I can't believe we're in the fifth month of the goddamn year, but <laughs> approaching two years. Now, for me, as someone who's worked with Oanda and all the platforms all around the world, um, it's, it's, I suppose when I've come into this space, it, it look, and without being condescending, and that's not my objective at all here, it's a very different market. It, it, it's not your typical investor that, we, you, that you and I are used to dealing with. It's a very different market. It's an innovative market. It's a millennial market, and it's, it's evolving and it's growing, and that's part of the beauty uh, of this space itself. So when you say there's no, you know, you, you're not taking that clip, you've got tighter spreads and all this sort of thing, that's a wonderful thing to say, but how are you communicating that message and educating the current marketplace to understand what that actually means? Because everybody in the exchange space, we've got lower fees, we've got this and that, they're all singing from the same hymn sheet. How do you get yourself in the position where people actually understand what that bloody well means? So first, based on my Orlando experience, I have to admit, it's close to impossible because I have to give you an anecdote at Oanda. At Oanda, we had the same drive. We wanted to compress spreads. And then we were quoting our quotes with four digits. Yes. But when you're at, at the last digit at one, you cannot go lower because you have to add a digit. Yep. So we added a digit. We five. went to five digits. Yeah, I know. I, and I know that. all our users told us they we freaked out, right? the spread by a factor of 10. So it took us a half a year to educate by adding a digit behind the kind of comma that we are actually lowering spreads, but the users thought we were increasing It's more precise spreads. as opposed to rounding it up every time. That's the end game, Exactly. Right? So we did not succeed. So I know how difficult it is. Therefore, I believe just, you know, kind of in the sense of the Tinder model, if you go to a matching platform, isn't it smooth how it's all done? Nice. We have to aspire for that. And that just takes time and work. So I'm not after fast success. I'm trying to just, you know, persistently go after it and also have the courage and say, look, for example, our trading, our mobile wallet, you know, it's okay, but has too many features today. Let's kick it out and start afresh. Simplicity. Start again. Go for simplicity. So it's a journey. Also, Onda wasn't built in one day. It took yeah. us many, many iterations. Absolutely. And the same here, just persistence. Well, that's one of the things that I say, and I relate this through my courses to my trading, is that um, you know, if you think of your favorite songs and the music, you, I talk about music, right? So you, you resonate. Like some of my favorite songs are quite simply an acoustic guitar, an amazing songwriter and the person doesn't even need to have the best voice they just need to be really good at a storyteller right and have lyrics to back that up now acoustic guitar or piano by itself with lyrics or a really tight band like a three-piece that is perfection and simplicity and perfection and simplicity when it's done when i say perfection i mean truly like you hit the nail on the head when that's done you've got the mega acts of the world now we've got to try and achieve that within our space now and i don't think anybody in my personal you know humble opinion i don't think there is a single exchange out there right now whether it be offering leverage or not that comes anywhere close to some of the things that i would take for granted trading through something like Oanda. And that to me, it shows so much potential. And I've been speaking to my audience for the last, gosh, it'd be 
well, actually be a year now, saying to them, look, I want to create something. I want to team up with an exchange or I want to build one myself when I get the time that allows us to have something as simple, Richard, as an order system where when I raise an order for an entry, I can also, at a minimum, I'm not even talking putting targets in, I'm talking at a minimum, have a stop loss that is also in that particular order. Now, what that does for an exchange is it means that at 10 o'clock at night, when the candle closes and I raise my order, guess what? This guy gets to go to bed and sleep. You, as the exchange, gets the same level of volume because I'm willing, or so more volume, because I'm willing to leave that order in, knowing that if I do get a fill, my stop loss goes in there. Now, it seems so goddamn simple, Richard. Why is it not being done, and are you doing it? Well, at first, you know, for us, it's essential to do that. But I can tell you my, 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 my difficulty, which I had, Mm. For example, in starting looking, certain things, first of all, certain things which for me were no brainers were, were forgotten. Yeah. So it takes time to build a team which understands the full complexity. And now we have to realize what we're building here is much more complex than just Orlando. Orlando was within the context of a banking system, et cetera. And so you try to, you kind of try to streamline that was difficult. One process. Yeah. But here we're in fully evolving ecosystem, the whole complexity, legal, regulatory, uh, a new type of assets. So the range of complexity is much bigger. And it just takes a long period of time to train the right people, get them in place, get them to work, and then polish. And then, you know, kind of so we'll get there. But unfortunately, it will just take us time. Yeah, look, I have noticed a huge amount across the space that many, and look, I've interviewed many in exchange. I've spoken to many of them. As an amateur trader in my audience, a lot of people are interested because we've got, if not the largest trading podcast in the world for crypto, one of, right? One of the largest. Now, one thing I've definitely noticed in speaking with the CTO, CEO, COOs, whatever I end up getting and speaking to, CTOs are usually the worst to speak to because they want to talk about technology, whereas that's over the top of my head. I, I, I'm, I'm after logic. Tell me how I can use the goddamn <laughs> thing and let my audience understand what the hell you're talking about, right? Um, but from my point of view, it, it seems that a lot of exchanges are built by tech entrepreneurs, and I'm all for that, but they don't have a trading bone in their body. They have no idea of what we actually want and i see that as a major hurdle it's easy to overcome so for me actually you know kind of i want to enhance that so i spent my whole career actually trying to study financial markets understanding the mechanics and you know over time you know this is a wealth of know-how and i want to bring to the market completely new tools and new type of orders which to my pain i haven't yet been able to implement so think of how i feel <laughs> think of how I feel, mate. I'll, I'll tell you right now, the, like I've got a lot of buddies that are professional traders all over the world. Like, I've been fortunate enough in my career of 13 years to have traveled all over the world. I've, I've been on the New York Stock Exchange after 2001, I think it was. Like I've, I've been very privileged to go to the mecca of, of mm -hmm. traders, which is the NYSE, right? And then go on the floor and speak with the traders. I've done some truly phenomenal things in my career. And I'm very thankful for that. My frustration uh, and my, when I speak to my buddies that are traders, I'm like, look, you've got to get to this market, dude. Like, it's so goddamn volatile. Even if you only trade the top 10 US dollar pairings with margin on, on these certain platforms, mate, 
you take less trades, but the trades you take, the rewards are freaking phenomenal. But they still like, yeah, but it's such a pain in the backside. If you've got, if you've got someone who's worth a few million bucks and they're trading and they're making 10, 15, $20,000 a day, they're like, well, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Now I've let, I've walked away from that because me, I've got two young children uh, and I now run a bunch of businesses as well. It's less is more. When I was 25 years old and I was a mad dog living in London going nuts, I'd trade all down the timeframes, the S&P, I'd trade the NASDAQ, the, the, the YM, I, I traded everything, right? the TF a lot on the minis and, and the majors. And, and, and nowadays, you, you shift as a trader. I don't want to have the reporting headache of taking 10 trades a day because I take screenshots of every trade. I don't want to have the accounting issues of having to balance all these books and send it to my... I want to take... I'd love to take five trades a year and make the same amount of money as what I would taking 500. So you change your perspective shifts, but we need more tools that allow us to do that. There's not many out there right now. And that's where you and me have got such a great opportunity to really create something special that brings in the buddies that I have, the real bigger volume traders, which will boost the price of cryptos is enormously we've got to do it right and you're quite right it does take time i agree with that completely so when i look at this you are looking to replicate some of the things of course you've done with Oanda. the complexities are more extraordinary based on the the way that this market operates the wallets and whatnot one question that i have that i know my audience will want to know is on your roadmap or your business plan, or whatever the hell you want to call it, do you have space for leveraged products coming up? Of course. Of course. Absolutely essential. And now I have to say that I have the following. The market for leverage has been tarnished. But yes. it's, you know why? Because people haven't received seatbelts. Good risk management system. So I want to enhance our service with the appropriate risk management. Yep. So why should just the professional in hedge funds be able to allow to trade with leverage and earn high returns? Mm -hmm. The everyday man should have the same right as well. But let's give him the seat belts just when you get into your car. There are all these small things which make car driving safer. So let's implement the same tools. The issue that I've seen, and I, I, again, you know, speaking to a lot of the different exchanges that are out there is that there are some, some exchanges that do have these risk management tools, cutoff points, all the things that a normal trader would have in their trading plan. They've actually implemented in their platform. But the issue is, is they're not big enough. So if you want my money, you've got to have volume. You've got to have volume running through. I can't go into a market and go, oh, there's my setup to trade. It fits all my checklist rules. But the, the, you know, the books are too thin. I, I can't possibly get a fill without, you know, a dollar or two dollars or five cents or whatever the, you know, very variable is based on the price of the token. I need to get my fill as close to that price as possible. And that's why a lot of people are not in this market because we say something like foreign exchange or commodities or, or bonds, even, even some large cap stocks, your mega caps, especially when I put an order in, I, I, I'm not going to outgrow the market, especially in foreign exchange. I know I'll get my fill with, with a bee's dick of slippage if I get any slippage at all. That needs to be resolved. So small projects have that right now, but they don't have the volume. So this is where our expertise comes in. So we'll be mirroring liquidity from other exchanges into our exchange. So, and, you know, at Onda, 
on that was definitely completely disruptive in the whole FX space mm. because when we started, spreads were kind of a mile you grew wide. So fast because of that too. I watched your rise because you grew we, we, we faster we, we than anyone else. Mm. So you know, my goal is the same. Having to admit that we have been far too slow now in the first few years. So you know, kind of, we have taken measures and hope, you know, kind of, we're very confident that we're, our pace will increase and we can be a much more a stronger powerhouse going forward. Now, we've talked a lot to the trading side of, of your platform, and that's fine. But I also want to go down uh, the other route, which is someone who's not looking to trade as actively as what I would or, or, or the other side of the audience. What I want to know about is a little bit about your index. I know that you have an index at the moment that's provided. You've got 57.8% Bitcoin, Ethereum is 11.3, XRP is 11.1, so on and so forth down the path. Now, what are you delivering there? Where are you getting your feeds from? And, and why is that a benefit for the marketplace as it stands right now? So two things. First, in the traditional markets, actually liquidity for the indices is better than the constituents. Of course it is. But so, and actually, if you think about, again, in the professional industry, where are the big guys making their money? The big guys make strategic bets. They go into index, have large scale. They like have the a worldview. Basically. Mm. Exactly. So this is what they, they trade the index. And with the index, they express their views. And this is how they make the money. Now, in the crypto space, what do we need? The same. We need good indices. Yeah. And now the index, which we have created, rebalances minute by minute. It just has a fee that's charged during the course of the whole year of 1.45%. And just imagine all the rebalancing happens and you don't have to pay for the transaction costs of moving your assets from one to another. Yeah, of all the, so, across all of them, yeah. Yes, and now why is this so important? It automatically make sure that you're part of the winning crowd. So it's, you know, kind of in my view, Bitcoin is today here. But if you look five years, maybe it's completely disappeared. And definitely its predominance will, will shrink. But as a trader, how do I know when to go out, when to go in? So the index resolves that, that trader can just focus on what is the overall sentiment in crypto and take a position on that. And that's far easier to trade than if you have to have too many conflicting forces at work. Well, I see two benefits to that. One is bringing new money in to understand, okay, uh, you know, it's from a credible source. The team's fantastic. The leader is, the CEO is pedigree uh, in financial markets and these sorts of products. The other side of it is exactly what you say. I mean, I, I talk a lot to the markets, right? And, and, and I call Bitcoin our index. It's not an index, of course, but if Bitcoin goes up, the market goes up. If Bitcoin, it, it's very, very correlated. Like it, it's, it's so correlated that you've really got to manage your risk so tightly uh, that if you're in Bitcoin and you want to get long on another product, you've really got to go, well, what's my limit against the US dollar uh, against crypto? Because they all move together. It's a very, very interesting space like that. Now for the listeners and viewers that are watching this going, well, you know, you can go to lykke.com forward slash trade right now you can actually see the index and its breakdown so what's the benefit of investing in the index well i can tell you what the benefit of investing in the index for a platform like like is 
you don't have to buy all of them. You don't have to sell all of them. It's one singular transaction cutting out all of those fees indexed. So you can, if you are someone new to this space and you go like, I don't bloody well know what the hell's going on and I haven't got the time or the need or the desire to actually research all of these projects. Yet here we are, here I am with a great team of professionals and this is their index. I'm just going to pop some money into that. You don't have to think about Litecoin, Stellar, EOS, Bitcoin Cash, XRP, ETH, Bitcoin, and the 6.8% other that you currently have in your index. You just invest in the index. And I think that there's a really big step in the right direction, along with ETFs, along with leverage products. Without leverage, as I said before, we can't have institutions. So I think um, just so that the individual listener and, um, and viewer can understand the benefit to going into an index is that you don't have all the transactional fees and the management required to make sure that this asset class uh, is managed properly. It's an index just the same as if you were to invest in the S&P because you think the US economy is strong, the ASX because you think the Australian economy is strong, or the FTSE 100, 250, 350, whatever floats your boat. That's a real reason and that's why it's really, really important. So thank you for providing that service. Now, one thing, one other question I've got is, um, look, you obviously know a lot of big executives. Uh, you've, you've been at the higher echelons of the retail and institutional market uh, in leverage trading products. You've had the, in all, I, I watched Oanda from when you, maybe not from when you started, but from when I started, I didn't trade with Oanda to start off with. And then within a year, you were the platform to be with. You were one of the many. You were, if you're a trader, you have several different platforms because that's got Euro dollar a little bit cheaper. That's got, and you know, you, you've got to spread your money because you know, if you get a half a pip spread less on that platform, well, if you're trading decent enough sizes, it's worthwhile at the end of the year to go to that platform just for that one product. Now, because you're so tied into that financial marketplace, I'm really interested as to what these people, your colleagues, your peers, uh, are sort of thinking, saying, suggesting, and working on within the digital asset space. Is it still a fad? Is it a real proposition that they're all chasing after? Where does it sit in the higher echelons of finance right now? Something fascinating has happened. So three, four years ago, there was a lot of bugs and a lot of traditional financialists said, oh, this is interesting. They kicked off proof of concept projects. And a lot of the innovative people in those institutions took them up, but they were all blocked. And these people left. So most institutions have turned very conservative. Yes. What has remained in the few institutions where an innovative boss is still there, they are incredibly forward-looking. So there are a few names, they you know, want to go after it, very aggressive, and are putting a lot of money at work. Exactly. And look, we, we can see that right now. For, I mean, I, I'm willing to name the names. Uh, ICE is one. And I, I spoke about ICE with the backed exchange and all that sort of stuff earlier in the year and said, look, when the prices were down, I said, look, we, we're going to see a delay on that product. I would not be if I was running ICE and I've been fortunate enough to spend time in Las Vegas, as a matter of fact, with the CEO of ICE, I'm not sure if he's still there anymore. Uh, Ian, or like, I can't remember his name. If you're listening or watching, I can't imagine you are, but I'm sorry, buddy. Um, but really switched on character. Now I looked at that from a business point of view and thought there's, they need institutional clientele. Now there's no way they're going to get an institutional clientele while the price is down and while it's still falling and while it's very, very uncertain. So I thought they'll strip back their core team or so they'll strip back their team and just focus on the core team. Keep it ticking along and wait for the time. As soon as that market went up, they go, we're back. 
Fidelity was also in there. Fidelity came to the party a little bit later, so I don't think they had the ability to step back like backed or like ICE did. And now we're seeing all these other institutions stepping into the space. Now, it tends to be the larger ones where they're willing to have $100, $200 million punt money. Right. I want to say punt money. No one's punting. They're looking for a new market, a new industry, a new opportunity. And if they're the first in, if they can be the, if they can be the Facebook of this market, then it will pay their shareholders, their dividend holders, the CEOs and the option holders a hell of a lot more than just going through the same old rigmarole of traditional markets and fighting for that additional half a percent gain on volume. I agree, but want to add the following that even those innovative players are not innovative enough and radical enough. And this is where I want to take a look. I want to, you know, let's think what blockchain all enables and really unleash those forces. So Luke takes a very strategic positioning. The ability to be nimble is one that, uh, I, I can certainly, as a, I have run a hedge fund myself when I was 24 years old, I hated the thing. I really hated doing that. Uh, so I've traded for myself ever since. And because of that, I, I call myself the phantom because I don't need to hold a certain amount of assets to be legal in, in my jurisdiction. I don't, I, I can sell every, you, if you're running a billion dollar hedge fund, you can't sell everything and go to cash. It, it, you are not allowed to, you've got to maintain a certain holding in the marketplace. Now as me, Craig Cobb, I could have a billion dollars of my own money, but I can do whatever the hell I want because I'm an individual. I'm not governed by the same laws. So I'm able to sit back, be patient and wait. And the smaller exchanges with the right leadership, the right funding and the right plans have got the opportunity to be exactly that nimble and flexible. And that's where the fidelities of the world, the ices of the world will lag the only way they're going to lag is if there is a company such as your own or others that have got the guts, the balls, the, the ability uh, and, the, and the gusto to really get into that market and take it by the bullhorns and show the consumer, not only the people that are there, here's your platform, but also to go, hey, listen, ladies and gentlemen, those of you that are already investing in traditional markets, trading, investing, whatever it may be, this this is where we uncomplicate a new industry that you want to be involved in. And then the family offices come, the private equity comes, the VC comes, and then everyone else follows. I agree. Yes. So this, I mean, isn't that exciting to contribute to that? Well, that's why I'm here, my friend. That's why I'm here, Richard. Look, the last thing, because I, I am very cognizant of time for the listeners and the viewers. I don't want to go over time. My question is this. Where can you please, oh, not where, but can you please tell me, my audience, exactly where they can find more information about the project that you are running at the moment? Because they need to know about this. So just go to the website, www at lyke.com, L-Y-K-K-E.com. Just go there, explore, as everything that we're doing is in kind of building mode, so things will change. And we will add a lot more information as time goes. And we'll have very exciting new tools for investors and traders to make their trading safer. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been an absolute pleasure speaking to Richard Olson, the founder of Lyke, L-Y-K-K-E dot com mate i really appreciate your time and look i want to want to say one more thing um for you like guys you've listened to me interview a lot of exchanges you've listened to me speak to hundreds of guests i will say right now that the pedigree of this gentleman that i've just spoken to i've been very excited to speak with this man 
This is the sort of person who's not doing this for money. He's excited to provide products and expand an audience within an emerging economy. This is the sort of person you want to get behind. If you've not visited a single link of any of the shows that I've done in the last month, this is the one you should go and look into. Whether your time is now or in the future, you need to be aware of the right people in the right space at the right time. And Richard is one of these people. So thank you again for your time. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Frank. And Enjoy ladies, the day or the evening. Thanks. You have a fantastic day, night, morning, evening, whatever it may be. I'll speak to you again <laughs> very soon. Bye for now. This show is proudly sponsored by TraderCobb.com. Visit TraderCobb.com forward slash free tools for your free education content. Now on this section of the website, you will receive access to view a bit about the three trading strategies that I use daily. And if you're sick and tired of your family and friends wanting to know about Bitcoin and cryptocurrency, well, there's a free course in there for them as well, titled Beginner's Course to Cryptocurrency. It's absolutely free, so tell your friends and family and visit TraderCobb.com now.